0: internationals do not trust Dutch doctors and basically only 30% trust the Dutch doctors and 40 to 50% explicitly says uh, we don't trust the doctor in his diagnosis, in his treatment plan.
1: Hello podcast listeners, Andy Clark here and this time we're asking why don't internationals like or understand Dutch healthcare? You just heard from Dirk Jan Freiling from the Healthcare for Internationals network. And yes, he did say only 30% of internationals trust Dutch doctors. It's a staggering figure. And this lack of trust can lead to some random decision-making, like people going abroad for healthcare and even quitting the Netherlands altogether. And all of this while the Dutch have one of the most advanced medical systems in the world. So, what's going on? In the podcast this time, a conversation with Dirk-Jan Freiling from Healthcare for Internationals. It's a non-profit network of organizations aiming to close this reality gap. So, what is this network then?
0: It's a network that was uh, founded two years ago by a number of healthcare providers in the Netherlands uh, with the aim of having Dutch healthcare better meet the needs of internationals living in the Netherlands.
1: Okay. Is it not meeting the needs of internationals at the moment then?
0: Well, no. And that's basically what research has shown. Uh, research uh, that we already did uh, in uh, five years ago together with the uh, international organization Access based in The Hague. And we found that, uh, well, internationals don't understand but also don't like Dutch healthcare. And one of the statistics coming out of that is that... Uh, uh, internationals do not trust Dutch doctors, and basically only thirty percent trust the Dutch doctors, and forty to fifty percent explicitly says uh, we don't trust the doctor in his diagnosis, in his treatment plan, and that is uh, shocking. It's really shocking.
1: I mean, that's a really high figure.
0: I mean, why why is it so high? Um, well, there are a number of of, of reasons that internationals are uh, are giving. Is uh, it's to start off it 's different from what they're used to back home, uh, for instance, uh, in, in many countries you can go to a medical specialist uh, when you want uh, and when you feel uh, like it. Uh, but in the Netherlands, you have to have a referral from a, a house a, a GP. Now a GP is in many cultures not known, and uh, in some countries you have family doctors. But like in the United States, a family doctor is somebody who basically was not smart enough to become a medical specialist and, uh, well, does some odd work, but it's not something where you would go when you were seriously ill. uh, That's the feeling. So there is is a lack of understanding of the role of the the GP. But having said that, it's not just about having information about the Dutch system. It's also something Dutch doctors should do to, uh, well, to build trust in there and what they are doing. They're having their first consultation with a, uh, a Dutch huisarts and they say, well, I have a running nose and uh, can, can I get some antibiotics because I, uh, well, I want to, uh, want to keep on working and I have an important uh, job. And the doctor says, well, your, your, your ailment will go away in a, in a week or so and uh, antibiotics, it's, uh, well, it's not good for you. So, no, you don't get antibiotics. So you may understand that the doctor is somebody you have to talk to, but if he says, well, no antibiotics, um, you, get, uh, you get worried. One of the things that Dutch doctors generally do not understand, that in other countries, uh, people have a different view on, on health and, and, and being, being ill in In many countries uh, like in the Far east but also in the United states uh if you're ill and you can't work or if you can't go to school, it may be very detrimental to your career or maybe you won't be able to get your grades in school and they may have to skip a year and in Holland well being ill it's it's a normal thing and uh, if you're uh, well if you're ill well why stay at home Your boss say, or stay home a couple of days and get better and uh, we'll see you back.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like a broader cultural difference as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and this thing, thing about the antibiotics, that's a classic example, of course, isn't it? You, yeah. The people say, internationals always say, you can't get any medicine from a Dutch doctor. No,
0: no. And basically, that's, that's when we're interviewing internationals that is coming back all the time. And there was a lady who, uh, who said, well, I went to the doctor and I f- felt ill and I want wanted to have some uh, medication and he said well why don't you go home it will get better in a couple of uh, days uh, drink a lot of water meditate if you're into that and uh, well take some paracetamol if you uh, feel well feel lousy yeah and she was shocked and okay. said well uh well in a couple of days it may get worse and i may get well uh, a more serious condition. So yeah, uh,
1: that's another thing that people say. You always have to go back to a Dutch doctor at least three times before you get taken seriously. And there's always a the question of how long have you been ill. And you know, people say, yeah, you have to say longer, otherwise nothing happens. Yeah.
0: And if if you look at the internet um, on dealing with dutch doctors there are, there are a lot of stories that basically what you have to do is you have to ex- exaggerate a lot and if you have thirty eight degrees of fever, you should so basically say you have thirty nine or maybe close to forty, and that the condition has been persisting for at least a week, so otherwise you won't be able to get an appointment with the doctor that's That's the general feeling and mm-hmm.
1: uh, what's the reality then
0: well um uh, the reality is, is well, I mean, the feeling is not coming from, from it, it's not imagination. So uh, the, the Dutch view on health is that basically the body itself can heal a lot. And uh, you should not medicate unless basically the feeling is that the body can't heal itself. So a running nose, for, for example, um, is something that, Will get better, and in many instances it's viral, so antibiotics won't help at all. And giving antibiotics is harmful because it will all kill also kill the the, the the good bacteria and so on and so on. But having said that, if you if the doctor is not able to convince you of that, or even the doctor's assistant, which is viewed by many as a receptionist, you have to basically. Get get past to really talk to the doctor is saying, well, the doctor is was not going to see you uh, because uh, it will get better itself. Well, you get very frustrated and and rightfully so.
1: And your information, you're an independent healthcare network, and the goal is to kind of explain things for the international community in the Netherlands. Who is that for you? Who are the internationals
0: that you're? Well, what's your it's, definition. Internationals are. It's a broad spectrum of people. People who are basically have come to the Netherlands with with a foreign passport, a different language, different culture, which clearly is 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 people who come here to work, uh, expats, diplomats, uh, students, uh, but also. Uh, like refugees who've come here, um, people who come here to, to, to work uh, in, in factories from, from other European countries. And how so, many
1: people are you talking about altogether?
0: Uh, about 800, 850,000 uh, internationals are living in the Netherlands. Okay. And your platform is independent? It's an, it, well, it's a platform that has been founded by uh, healthcare providers who said, well, we, we should do better than we are doing And I'll give some examples uh, later on. And uh, what we're trying to do is to really have Dutch healthcare better meet the needs and expectations of internationals.
1: Let's talk about some more of the the misconceptions and the misunderstandings. You briefly touched on the the kind of doctor's assistance. That's something that uh, people talk a lot about, that you have to get through the first line of defense. I think people see it as a kind of line of defense. Uh, What do they say Mm. about that?
0: What they say about that is that uh, well, they see it as a receptionist that uh, basically t- tries to keep you away from the doctor. Basically, the doctor is is very much targeted to have like ten minute consultations. But you can also have a twenty-minute consultation. So I mean, and some, when it's required, the doctor will will have thirty minutes with a patient. I mean, uh, it's not that rigid. But it's basically the the doctor's assistants uh, who makes the schedule and tries to uh, to do that in a in in the, the best possible way. Now, oh. the doctor's assistant is a trained medical professional. It's not a receptionist. I mean, she picks up the phone, but it's a threshold and and one of the things uh, we are we are we're doing is to make it possible for uh, internationals to basically book in the agenda of the doctor directly so online uh, without having to convince the um, the doctor's assistant and and of, often language is a problem i mean
1: yeah what do people uh, say about that process of convincing the assistant
0: well they say you have to exaggerate your uh, you have to say it's much worse you have to bully you have to uh, insist and uh well, sometimes it's effective but it's 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 not fun
1: another one of the things that people always talk about you can't get to see a specialist
0: clearly if 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 there's a need the 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 house arts will send you to the medical specialist but in many uh well in many countries, the specialist is the first point of call women they go with their kids they go to the pediatrician now that in in Holland, the pediatricians clearly they exist, but the house arts they a huisarts sees, knows a lot more about the run-of-the-mill illnesses that small kids will have. Mm. The pediatrician only acts in, in terms of complications. Yeah. So generally, the huisarts is much better equipped to handle the complaints of small kids. And if there is really something very special, he will refer to the pediatrician.
1: Mm. He's, he's the gatekeeper. The the, the house arts the, the
0: GP is a gatekeeper. Yes, he's the gatekeeper, and and clearly that is something that is is also uh, said. Well, the, he's the gatekeeper. He tries to keep keep you away from the real specialist, and it's all about cost. Uh, that and of course, I mean the system is is also aimed to keep cost as low as possible. But the the, the house arts is really actually he knows. Uh, about all kind of illnesses. So he also should have uh, a broad perspective of uh, what is, is happening with a patient. So he can say, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. While a specialist will look at his specialism and see if he can find some things.
1: You're listening to Here in Holland, the podcast in English about life with the Dutch. And I'm talking to Dirk-Jan Freiling from the Healthcare for Internationals network about why internationals distrust the Dutch health system. But
0: don't worry, help is at hand. Well, we have the example of Eindhoven, where we uh, after two years of operation of the new centre there. We did this test again and then uh, trust went to 73% of the patients said that they trusted the doctors. That's
1: coming up in a second. Just a quick message first. If you're enjoying the podcast, then why not become a sponsor? For the price of a cup of coffee each month, you can become a patron. There's a link in the show notes. It takes time and effort to make the show, as you'll appreciate, and the more patrons I have, the more podcasts I can make. A huge thanks go out to those who've signed up so far. Okay. Back to the interview.
0: So we're telling Dutch doctors in our network and say, well, you may be very well convinced that you are providing uh, excellent healthcare, And that may actually be, be, be true, but it doesn't help the international if the international doesn't trust your diagnosis or your treatment plan. So you have to do something, uh, dear doctor, to help the international understand you, understand and get and get getting to trust you.
1: And, yeah. and some of those problems
0: can manifest themselves in, in ways which are quite extreme. Indeed, yeah. Um, uh, we have uh, 37% of uh, internationals say that they would like to leave the Netherlands if they have a chance because of the healthcare system. They don't feel at home. Uh, we talked to a a couple in in uh, in Eindhoven, who said that they liked living and working in the Netherlands very very much, but they wanted to start a family, and they said, "Well, we're not going to get get uh, get pregnant and and have kids here because we, actually, we don't believe we we or the kid are going to survive it." Really? Uh, yeah, they were. I mean, and there are a lot of horror stories about uh, that's, about that's... giving birth in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, such, such yeah. As, yeah. well, such as that. Uh, well, you you have to de- deliver your child at home, and the only thing you have to do is to uh, put your, uh, your your bed on four uh, beer crates, so it's a bit higher. Um, uh, no pain medication, of course, because pain is good, uh, and it is part of the process. And uh, well, this kind of uh, and and actually, you're helped by a midwife, which uh, well is maybe the, the the lady next door who, uh, who has done it more often and a midwife, wife for instance in in Latin American uh, countries actually is the 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 the, the lady uh, next door yeah. who has some experience in that okay and in the Netherlands it's a it's medical and trained professional uh, but if you don't know that and you say, and you have the feeling that you have to deliver at home uh, with the exis- with the help of a midwife um, no no Obviously, that's not something that makes you happy. And there is uh, the option to deliver in oh, hospital yes, in the there Netherlands. There is the option if you, to go and deliver in, in hospital. So, uh, and you can get b- pain medication. And it's, uh, um, but um, well, the horror stories are there. And
1: uh, how does it make internationals feel? What does your research say about how it makes internationals feel if they really are uncertain about how the healthcare system here works?
0: well they feel unsafe they uh, they they don't feel at home uh and they uh well they go abroad they 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 uh, if they can do that uh, during their uh, vacation they go see the doctor at home just to be sure um and uh also they having se- uh, they they are being sent medication and well they they're going to start to self medicate which well uh is is something which is especially when the Dutch doctor doesn't know about that is uh, well yeah, they don't know what what is happening with the medication so it's a it's a situation that's not good for the patient it's it's not uh, uh, but I mean you can't forbid and say well you can't get medication abroad uh, it's it's a symptom that needs fixing not by uh, saying you can't do that by having well building trust in the Dutch uh, with Dutch doctors and. Mm-hmm. Doct- Dutch doctors doing their best to better meet the needs of their patients. Maybe one thing I um, like to add: uh, one of the, the the remarks about Dutch healthcare that is very little, um, uh, very little room for prevention. There's 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 actually no prevention, and that's true. I mean that's it's changing, but prevention it's not basically that doctors are uh, generally or were used to be generally uh, equipped you get to the doctor if you get if you are ill uh, and not uh, if you're healthy and that is changing because uh, uh, somebody told me that in chinese uh, ancient healthcare doctors were paid uh, by the paid by their patients as long as the patients were healthy if the patients were not healthy anymore uh they stopped paying the doctor because he okay. wasn't going at doing a, 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 his job in a in, in in a good way yeah um and actually prevention is much more getting into uh into the dutch system um and uh one of the, the things internationals tend to ask for they wanted to have a uh, preventive health check um We have started to... to, We are going to do an experiment in Eindhoven again, doing a preventive health checks, uh, just to see how it works for the international, uh, also how it works for the healthcare provider. Um, Because generally the feeling is that if you're healthy, why uh, do a health check? But again, uh, you can explain why maybe it's not a good idea, if you have the feeling and if you're used to getting a health check, uh, a physical, every year, and in the in, in Netherlands, the doctor says, well, we're not going to do that because it's not, uh, it's not helpful. Well, you go to your own doctor and uh, maybe get worried by something. And th- we had a patient uh, ask us, uh, say, well, I'd like to have a medical health check. Um, I can get a health check at home, but I'm afraid to tell my Dutch doctor what came out of it. I said, well, you should talk to your doctor, and if he's a uh, if he's a good doctor, he should listen to you. Yeah. And uh, and well, either try to take away your worries, or maybe take some action because of your physical, uh, of your of your health check.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and so, health
1: health for internationals. Um, you you want to create this trust, and you want to make all these things happen. But how can you make it happen? I mean, is it just advice that doctors elsewhere? outside of Eindhoven, where you've got this good example up and running, can just mm. ignore, or is there a commitment to do this?
0: Or If you talk to, to doctors, uh, they are, well, they, they're pretty convinced that they have the best healthcare in the world. Um, well, I'm not going to go into this debate, because uh, also doctors in the United States or in uh, Japan believe that they're having the best healthcare. Um, what we try to do, and, and that most of the cases we do we have doctors talk to patients to internationals uh, outside the the, the 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 surgery so outside the the, 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 the doctor 's room having to meet one a couple of doctors with a couple of internationals and then you see that doctors well, they more or less say, "Oh, okay, we believe we 're doing it well, but at least here 's a group that doesn 't feel confident they don't feel at ease they don't feel safe in our health care and Dutch doctors they they well generally they they want to do good they want to help patients and if they feel that the patient has a problem uh, with the way Dutch doctors approach them they they are they are willing to move and they make want to make an effort and we provide the tools like training and uh, the intake procedure that makes it pretty easy for them to 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 amend their uh, well the way they approach internationals
1: okay so if you do your survey again in uh, two years time three years time we started off with a level of trust from the international mm. community now which is 30 percent or so something like that in the in the dutch healthcare mm. system where do you see that figure in in a couple of years time
0: well we have the example of eindhoven where we uh, after two years of operation of the new center there we did this test again and then uh, Trust went to 70, 73% of the patients said that they trusted the doctors, and only, I believe, 8% said that they did, didn't trust the Dutch doctors. So there's still room for improvement uh, there. Uh, Dutch, if you ask Dutch people, and that's being researched every quarter, I believe, uh, and generally 85% of the Dutch population trust the arts, hmm. And that's basically what... Well, that's what we're aiming at, also for internationals. But 73 percent is already well something that we we are uh, pretty proud about uh, having reached that. And all the healthcare providers that are member of our network, they have to agree to to uh, do such uh, such a survey under their patients, because well, we can say okay, if you you've done the training and you have uh, an English. Uh, website, but in the end it 's the uh, judgment of their patients whether they are doing a good job and 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 that and when they have done that, and uh, the patients say, Well, we trust the doctor then we they get a certif- certificate and we'll make that known on our platform that this doctor well has worked with patients and the uh, d- 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 effort to bridge the gap, and that patients generally like that and are satisfied and trust the doctors in that center.
1: So they'll have like an international certificate, international friendly stamp, yes, a stamp. Like a stamp. Y- yeah, you'll yeah. be able to see it yeah. on
0: the you'll be able to see it on the website. Yeah, international indeed. friendly, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the end, we'd like to have uh, well, obviously as, as much as possible. Uh, but we're aiming to have about 200 healthcare providers across the Netherlands. Uh, House arts, uh, midwives, uh, mental health care clearly is also a very important uh, topic. Uh, providers that well uh, have done their best and have made changes to the way they uh, provide healthcare. Uh, mm. And people will again. be
1: able to see this at a glance, just to sort of check it quickly and say, oh, "Ah, yeah. okay, this is a international friendly yeah. practice." Yeah.
0: And we'll be starting to to give those certificates uh, as of. Uh, uh, beginning of next year, yeah.
1: and and a final thought: If there are internationals listening to this who are worried about the healthcare system in the Netherlands, to the point of you know really being anxious about that or maybe making rash rash decisions, what would you say to them?
0: Well, um, basically, they have be, be um, talk to your doctor about it, to your house arts, because. Um, um, he should listen to you. He should listen uh, to you and, and make an, an effort. Uh, uh, he should basically give trust in the services that uh, he or she is providing. Uh, there's a lot of information. People can look at our platform about how it's supposed to work. And uh, But in the end, it's the, the doctor-patient relationship that is key. Dirk Jan Freiling there from the Healthcare
1: for Internationals Network, a non-profit network aimed at helping internationals get to grips with Dutch healthcare. You can check out their website. It's super simple. H4I.NL. That's the letter H as in healthcare, the number 4, a capital letter I, and then .NL. If you want to share your healthcare experiences with me... Or any other experiences for that matter, then get in touch hereinholland at gmail.com or go to the Facebook page. Just search for Here in Holland on Facebook. And over at the website hereinholland.com, you'll find all of the podcasts so far. There are loads, this is season 3, and of course they are in all of the usual podcast places too, including Spotify and Google Podcasts. So if you haven't already subscribed, then fire up your podcast app of choice and do so to get all of the shows to date straight to your device. And you have the chance to become a sponsor too. Lucky you. A patron. Check the link in the show notes. The more patrons I have, the more podcasts I can make. It doesn't cost much and you'll be helping a poor podcaster out. OK, enough rattling of the collection tin for now. I'll catch you next time from me, Andy Clark. Thanks for listening.